Welcome to Equipus Church Dunedin. We hope you enjoy this message from Pastor Will Levy. For more information, check out equipuschurch.com. Give someone a high five if you want. Thank you, amazing worship team. Aren't our worship team amazing? Thank you, amazing hosting team. Aren't our hosting team amazing? Thank you, amazing production team down the back there. Thank you, amazing kids team. They, yeah. Thank you, amazing people. Yeah, all right. Um, oh, awkward already. I forgot my um my iPad, so I'm using my laptop. <laughs> so we'll see how it goes tonight. We'll see how it goes. It's a, it's a French laptop. It's my laptop. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, Jesus, we need your help. I've driven to Timaru today and back and. I've plenty of time to muddle this message up in my head, and it'd be good. Hey, we've started a series called, <laughs> oh no, sheesh, all these memories of jokes that I'd prepared on the, on the drive just flashed through my head then, all, all inappropriate jokes that I cannot tell. That's all right. I'll t- if you come to my e-group, I'll tell you. On, that's all right. I've actually got to go to my e-group as well, don't I, guys? I've been traveling so much, I'm missing my e-group. I'm missing my e-group. I am truly, I'm missing my e-group. I really, really am, really am. I love our e-group. I love, I love getting together on a Thursday morning and having coffee and just championing along with a whole lot of great guys. And we, I miss my e-group, just getting that off my chest tonight. We've started a series called What Works? Who knows a whole lot of things that don't work? Also, we all know the things that don't work. Uh, but sometimes we've got to be reminded of the things that do, does work, do, do's work, do work. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> we've, got to, we've got to be reminded of all the things that do work in our, in our lives when it comes to, you know, when it comes to our spiritual life, when it, when it also comes to our character as well. Uh, we can have a whole lot of things that work in our character and a whole lot of things that work in our spiritual life. And they do combine, they, they knit uh, they, they knit together to make us who we are as a person and, and what, we, what we find ourselves standing on. You know, in Ecclesiastes it says a, cord of, a, a three-stranded cord is not easily broken. And a lot of people use that, um, that scripture when it comes to weddings because, you know, bridegroom and, and the Holy Spirit, and, and that is a good analogy. But also with our spirit and our character in God, uh, it's, it's, it's something that builds us to who we are as a person. You know, if you're if you're a young youth person here tonight, you're 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 starting to plait that together through the experiences you go through in life. It's gonna it's gonna plait that together. If you're a young adult, it's plaited it together a little bit. If you're a little bit older, like myself, you you've plaited it together a little more. If you're ancient and old and almost going to see Jesus, well, you've you've had a great life. You've plaited it together, and I pray you've got a great character and great spirit. Come on, you've got to celebrate. Uh, great sense of humor. Uh, I think that was one of the things that I thought I should not use tonight. But, but we've got to understand there's a lot of things that don't work, and there's a lot of things that do work. Um, Pastor Desiree talked this morning about kindness. Who was here for that this morning? Some of you, if you weren't here, I want to encourage you and get the, the sermon of the day, download it. I'm already prophesying that it will be the sermon of the day. Um, but kindness works. Yeah, not, like, have you ever actually 
told someone who's been kind to go away. If you have, I feel sorry for you. Uh, I, I, but no one, everyone likes it when, then, then when someone's been kind to them, yeah. right? Yeah. Talk to me a little bit. It's like, oh no, like, you know, the pay it forward. I think some, there was, I can't remember the exact details, but it went for like eight days yeah. where someone paid it forward in a McDonald's car park in the US. Yeah. Eight days, they just kept paying for the person's behind. Like, that's, a, that's an amazing little bit of kindness, but I mean, that's just food, but a little bit of kindness leads us to a place where I want to talk about tonight of, of, of what works in our life is kindness, but encouragement as well. Um, you know, for some of you who may know us, um, you probably don't, might not know us, but you know us because of all the stories I tell, but we've got amazing children. They're just super amazing, beautiful, kind, caring, amazing children. They're, they're awesome. And we, we've, we've been around some of Dunedin's attractions. Who's, who's visited some of Dunedin's attractions? Baldwin Street. Who's walked up Baldwin Street? I've walked up but once, driven up it many other times. But um, who's, what about Tunnel Beach? Anyone been to Tunnel Beach? Yeah. If you haven't been there, you need to get there. Anyone been to Sandfly Bay? Sandfly Bay. All, all great attractions. And, and we've, we've taken our children along to every one of these attractions. And it's been a great time. And especially you drive to the car park and at Tunnel Beach and you park there and, and like you race down the hill. The kids are off. They're gone. And uh, then Desiree and I are joining a little bit of peace and quiet, walking down hand in hand, looking out over the ocean. Yeah, anyone else? Anyway, sunset tonight, wrong side of the island. Anyway, but, and the kids race off and they've shot down to uh, Tunnel Beach and we're a little nervous. We're like, don't go near the edge. Because who knows that's horrendous like appearance. You're like, but same with like Sandfly Bay and the kids race off and they jump onto the sand and, and lose their brand new shoes that we bought them that day. And they fall forward and dive down. And it's awesome. You go for a walk along the beach and don't get eaten by sea lions and all that sort of stuff. It's, it's a great attraction. And then, then you turn around. And, and there's the enjoyable walk up. I mean, it's like Baldwin Street. You're like... You're only going to do it once. Oh, I've climbed up the world's steepest street. But like when, when our kids, they start walking up and they, they start, you know, it's sand. You're all, I mean, what was I thinking as a parent? I'd rather go to Baldwin Street now. At least they can go forward. But sand, they take one step forward and two step back and, and they start going. And, and they, then the kids, especially when they're a little bit smaller, they're like, oh, I can't go anymore. And, and, and you're like, no, come on, just one more step. Just one more step. You can get there. And then there's the, there's the oh, no, I can't. Oh, Dad, can you carry me? I'm like, look at this. Do you think oh, I'm, I'm trying to get myself up the hill, let alone trying to carry one of you? I'm like, so all of my encouragement skills had to come out. Um, you know, I will just go a little bit further and we'll get to this point and then we'll have a rest. Praise the Lord for rest stops. And, and you get up there, and but then you keep going. Oh, Dad, my feet are hurting. Should have worn shoes. Shouldn't have lost your shoes. <laughs> Here's the thing: in, in in our lives, 
you know, in our character and our lives and situations and our spiritual life as well, sometimes we can be heading out on what we call a, an adventure. We can be heading out and having a good time, and then suddenly it turns from an adventure into a challenge adventure. We didn't see it coming, and we thought it was going to be a good thing, but suddenly we are at the bottom of the hill looking back up and needing to get up to the top again. And tonight, one of the things that I, I want us to like, encourage or put into us is the, is the power of what works of encouragement. There's nothing like being encouraged by someone. There's enough discouragement in the world. You do it enough to yourself, let alone anyone else. Why? Because I know that we all challenge ourselves or we all, we all um, compare ourselves. We all think this person's better, and we all like, how do I look? Or how many likes did I get on Facebook for my post? Yeah. Oh, I love doing that. Like, I hardly post anything. It's like a game to me. It's awesome. And then I post something real dumb, real dumb. And I get, still get over 100 likes. I'm like, yeah, I'm the man, 100 likes. 100 likes. Some people are sitting there, oh, I get 500 likes. See, you're comparing already. You're comparing already, but like we, there's enough discouragement in our worlds. We, we don't need anyone else to discourage us, but other people feel they have a gift of that as well, and they want to discourage us. And here's the thing is, tonight, I really want to encourage you, because it's not just, it's not just something we do, but it's a spiritual thing. It really is a spiritual thing. I, I love the fact, you know, we're, we're singing a song, and, you know, the worship... It's going on, and it's great, and it's beautiful. And I love it. It's awesome. And then Charlotte starts singing that little chorus. I'm like, man, thank you, Charlotte. Beautiful. Such a, just a sweet spirit to worship and sing. You know, it's just, it's, that, that's, no one, no one needs to go up to a singer and go, oh, wow, that was, you, did a normal, you did an okay job. <laughs> Not that you did. You did an amazing job. But like, let's encourage people. We're, we're so short on encouragement. If there's an area uh, in our lives, <laughs> encourage me, right? Encourage the computer. If there's an area that we struggle with, as I think sometimes as Kiwis, is encouragement. And so tonight I want to just take you through a few scriptures. Everyone would have heard of Job. Whether Job was actually a a proper person or whether he was a character and then like a, in, a, in a poem or a role play, no one still wants to be him. Yeah. Uh, many people have read the story of Job and yeah, we get to see the beginning and we get to see the end, yeah. praise God, but like in the middle, who wants to be in the middle of Job's life? No one wants to be in the middle of Job's life. But in, in Job chapter 4, there's this, there's this friend, there's a, an awesome friend called Eliphaz, Eliphaz. And, um, and, and he's like waiting for a moment. Job's had all the things happen. He's, he's lost his wife. He's lost his children. He's lost his livestock. He's lost some of his health. He's got boils, all that sort of stuff. Life is pretty down. He used to have all as much as he had, but it all got taken away. Can you imagine living your life right now with almost absolutely nothing? And living in that space and, and getting to a point where, you, you know, the people around you are just saying, just curse, curse, curse God. But then Job gets to this point and, and his friend Eliphaz says this in verse 4 of chapter 4. 
um, he replied to Job, Will you be patient and let me say a word? For you could keep from for you could keep from speaking out. In the past you have encouraged many people, you have strengthened those who were weak, your words have supported those who were who were falling. Uh, um, you encourage those with shaky knees, but now when trouble strikes you, you lose heart. You are terrified when it touches you. Doesn't your reverence for God give you confidence? Doesn't your life of integrity give you, you, give you hope? See, I don't know about you, but it's sort of like a life has had a bit of a moment. Here's a little bit of, it sounds to me, if I read it the way that I read it, and it sounds to me that it's just like, hey, can, can, can you just shut up for a minute? Can you just be quiet for a minute? I don't know if you've got friends, they are good enough friends to actually say, hey, can you just, can you just shut up for a minute? Can, can I tell you a little bit of the character of who you are? Can I remind you? Can I remind you of what you've done for a whole lot of other people? But now that the, the fan has been hit in your life, now, you're, now things are challenging and you're losing heart. But can I remind you? See, I want to remind you. Here's the thing is we're all going to go through adventure challenges. There's always going to be things that are going to try and discourage us in our lives. But sometimes we need that friend who's going to come, on, come over. And, and, and it's not just in the past you, have, you have, have encouraged many people. No, in the past you have spoken wise advice to people. Because it's, it's, it's a spiritual encouragement. We'll get to that a little bit further down. In, in the past you, you have encouraged. In the past you've been a friend. You've believed for me. We've believed together. I've told many stories about different people in this church, and I've, I've stared them in the eye slightly aggressively. And I said, don't you ever give up. And they didn't give up. And they're still alive. Praise God. Sometimes we need that person who's going to come along and encourage us. Just not from friendship, but also with belief. It says here, you have strengthened not to have them to get you, you've 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 spoken wise advice and you've encouraged them enough to the point where they've strengthened themselves. You know, there's something about being an encourager that just doesn't come along and pat people on the back all the time. You know, don't, don't people how don't people don't give people a fish, teach them how to fish. That's strengthening people in our lives. Like so, so as pastors, we we will love, but man, we will teach you how to fish rather than just giving you the answers all the time. This is what Job was doing with his life. You strengthened, gave. We help strengthen people. How do we strengthen people? We get them to rely on Christ. We get to get them to rely on who Jesus is in their life. We get them to rely on who the Holy Spirit is in their lives. Why? Because they're a whole lot stronger than us. We can do so much, but God can do so much more. You encourage those with shaky knees. You know, there's times where people waver in their spirit. Sometimes, you know, there's this whole lot of, there's this, there's this idea of deconstructing your faith and all that sort of malarkey, whatever. I'm like, come on, no, don't, they're starting to waver. Yeah. No, faith is faith. I'm a simple person, and I like Proverbs chapter 3, verse 5. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Not bits and pieces, 
all your heart. Do not, do not lean on your own understanding. I like, that's one of my favorite verses. But in all my ways, acknowledge Jesus. Acknowledge the Lord. You know, tonight I want to encourage you that as, to be an encourager that then leads people to a place of strength out of their lives. In, um, in Philippians chapter 2, Paul, Paul writes this letter and it's sort of like, it's sort of rhetorical. He's sort of stating a few things. But it says this, it's like, um, is there any encouragement for belonging to Christ? Like, oh, well, of course there is. Uh, is there any comfort from his love? Well, of course there is. Uh, is there any fellowship together in the spirit? Of course there is. Are your hearts tender and compassionate? Of, of course they are. Then make me truly happy by agreeing wholeheartedly with each other, loving one another and working together in one mind and one purpose. Don't be selfish. Don't try to impress others. Be humble thinking of others as better than yourself. Verse 4 says this, Don't look out only for your own interests, but take an interest in others too. Uh, I love encouragement. I love it. As you know, it's in my favorite scripture, Proverbs chapter 10. Where it's about oh, Hebrews chapter 10. It's my second favorite scripture. This is about meeting together to spur and encourage one another on. But here's the thing tonight, encouragement is not just words. It's not just, it's not just my friend to friend. It's more than that, and I want to show you a little bit more. See, see the Greek word. And um, don't worry, I've researched this properly. And I'm not making it up. The Greek word for, for encouragement is paraklesis. And it occurs 28 times in the New Testament. It's most often translated encouragement, con consolation, comfort, or strength. You can see that I copied and pasted right there. Right there. But, but what is most striking, obviously I've copied and pasted this part as well, is how similar encouragement paraclesis is to the Holy Spirit parakletos. Both words come from the words alongside para plus cause or cord, kletos, klesis. In the sense, encouragement means the calling, cheering voice beside us, and the Holy Spirit means the one who walks beside us, cheering us on. This, that's pretty cool. Okay, I can stop there. Right. Just get that for a second. In my study, or in and around this um, message tonight, see, encouragement, I knew was more than just words. Yeah. Encouragement is, is, is a spiritual act. You know, um, Matthew 11, chapter 28 to 30. Who knows it? It's, 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 Jesus says, Are any of you weary? Are you burdened? Um, are any of you worn out? He says, uh, burden, I'll, come to me and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you. Let me teach you because I'm humble and gentle at heart. Can we have, um, Jason, you can play Jesus because, you know, you're the closest thing to him. Right. All right. Now we need Aaron, who's in a bit of a, having a moment. Because, <laughs> you yeah. And Lewis looked comfy, so I didn't want to interrupt him. Right. <laughs> this, look, this is a picture of, of, of encouragement. Uh, uh, the burden, take my yoke. So a yoke was about yoking two oxen together. 
and you would drive together. Jesus is saying, take my yoke. And so there'd be, if I was the yoke, like I know it's a little bit corny and I'm in one of those moods, but do you, do you, get, the, do you get the picture? It's, it, Jesus is saying, take my yoke, take my spirit on you. And, and he's like, this is the encouragement. Hey, if, if you're going through a challenge, you're going through a hard time, Jesus is saying, hey, come and stand next to. There's the parakletos, all right? There's that, there's that, there's that spiritual encouragement. <laughs> okay, sit down, all right? I was trying to really nail that point. Yeah, there's that. There's that spiritual encouragement when it comes to to encouraging people. You know, I got many. I got I got I got some a couple of good mates that are super encouraging. And they're not just encouraging from words point of view, but they encourage from time. They encourage from help. They encourage from being in your world. And, and I really appreciate them. And it, why? Because it's more than just um, obligation. You know how you can feel like you need to say something. Now, when it comes to the Spirit of God, it's, a, it's about a, a connection of encouragement. It's a picture that Jesus wants you to get tonight is that we have the ability to encourage. We have the ability to discourage. But the spiritual gift and the spiritual grace is to encourage. It's, it's the, you know, the, the power means you've got to rely on the togetherness. Anyone, I know a couple of people have skydived. But you really need to rely on your parachute. When sometimes in the Paralympics, what's the Paralympics about is, is people needing sometimes to rely on an aid, uh, uh, some, something that helps them achieve and do the sport that, that, that they've called to. See, that, that we've got to understand when it comes to encouragement, it's, a, it's more than just bringing our words. It's, 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 a, it's a relying on the power of the Holy Spirit in our lives because it's not natural Sometimes it's not natural to go up to someone and say, man, I just want to encourage you. I just want to believe for you. You know, I think, and I am purposely been trying to be slightly encouraging tonight where, you know, don't we have a great worship team? Don't we have a great hosting team, kids team? Shiloh, you sung beautifully. But, you know, you can, if you take the moment, if you take the time, you can really draw and encourage people out. See, in 1 Corinthians chapter 14, this is the encouragement slash prophetic. See, when we, when, we, when we take our natural ability to encourage and we, we understand that it's a spiritual alignment as a yoke and we, that turns us into a prophetic person that, oh, that can actually stir in the spirit and break things open in the spirit. See, 1 Corinthians chapter 14 it says, let love be the highest goal. Yeah. It's just to follow on from chapter 13, which is good. But you should also desire the special abilities the Spirit gives you, especially the ability to prophesy. For if you have the ability to speak in tongues, you will be, able to, you'll be talking only to, to, the, to God since people won't be able to understand you. 
you'll be speaking by the power of the Spirit, but if you, but if, but it will be all mysterious. But one who prophesies strengthens others, encourages them, and comforts them. Can you see the picture there of the Holy Spirit working in and through those these words of prophet, these prophetic words? But I'll read it again. But one who prophesies strengthens others, encourages them, and comforts them. A person who speaks in tongues is strengthened personally, but one who speaks a word of, a, of prophecy strengthens the entire church. I, I, I think we should all speak in tongues, and we're not preaching on that tonight. It sh- it, uh, if you've got that gift, I pray you use it, and you pray, and you edify yourself, and stir your spirit up and you know, before the service, and during worship, I'm speaking in tongues, singing in tongues, just stirring myself up, because I know I'm preaching tonight. But one who prophesies strengthens others, encourages them, and comforts them. One who prophesies, or one who speaks a word of prophecy, strengthens the entire church. See, tonight, what works is encouragement. Tonight, what works is a prophetic word. Tonight, I can, you know, today, I think, is all about setting a platform of, of humility. Because it takes humility to be kind. Yeah. Anyone been offended? It takes humility to forgive and be kind again. You know, it takes humility to be prophetic. It takes humility to step into the grace of God on your life. And see, sometimes you can even encourage people and prophetically, and you can see it turn into something that a real breakthrough for someone. Many times you might have prophesied over someone and people have come back years later or a week later and said, man, that was so good. So good. Music team, if you guys. Thank you for listening to this message recorded live at Equipus Church, Dunedin. We pray that it blessed you. For more information, please check out equipuschurch.com.